0: Hey guys, welcome back to Light Chats with Allie and Jenny. You switched it up today. I did. did <laughs> you. Super excited to have you guys back today again for another podcast episode. <laughs> and today we're going to be talking about some cool <clears throat> things. Uh, if you haven't already though, please go back and listen to past episodes. We like to mention that just because it's just awesome to see the progression of kind of what we're talking about. Most of it goes together. You know, most of it does. I would say there's a couple in there that kind New of are York, random. Marriage, yeah. York, yeah. marriage, They're yeah. kind of the same thing. They're all, they all <laughs> go coincide. So just kind of take a listen to those. And um, we're hoping that, you know, you'll kind of just, again, get the gist of who we are and what we're passionate about, you guys. So mm-hmm. super stoked to have you tonight. And we're talking about singleness. But...
1: Yeah, You can't talk about singleness without first remembering our last podcast That's right. about marriage. So if you haven't yes. listened to that one, go back and listen to that one mm-hmm. because it was really good. So good. Sydney, Sydney did amazing. Sydney is awesome. Mm-hmm. Met her for the first time that night and she was just on fire. I One thing that I really liked that stood out from that podcast was when she was talking about... Treating our men with gentleness and kindness. And I'm like, but they're men. (laughs) (laughs) Put some dirt on it. (laughs) but they're manly men like but then it makes sense like we're all children of God like we're all literal children that mm-hmm. we all need to be treated with kindness and gentleness but what did you like about hers because I thought it was a great
0: episode yes Jenny it was so good yeah I totally agree with what you're saying too because I think sometimes as women we can just be like I know specifically you and I are kind of harsh on men okay. like we're like get it together brother like, like it just can slap be a so on yeah and get over it get and move along but I think something that I really realized too that you guys was when she was was talking about men and women in community, and she was just saying basically letting the community around you, biblical community around you into your relationship and so having women really really invest in other women have other women invest into you and have you have them see the relationship right from the outside and inside both and then to have that same thing with men and to have men say okay I have some really great guys I'm gonna you know consult my guys about this get their advice get their opinion and see what they think and honestly this is something I heard my old my old church as well that you know it takes a team to have a healthy relationship and I really do believe that because how are you gonna have a healthy one by yourself when you're keeping each other Accountable, Like, you're not going to be able to do that. Like, you're isn't just it, not.
1: Isn't it kind of like it takes a village to raise a child yeah. or something like that? Yeah, same thing. Like, it, it takes a village and a church and a team yeah. to build up a good relationship mm-hmm. from the ground up. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally I totally agree. agree. Yeah. And that, hey, <laughs> we Jinx.
0: agree. We agree on something. finally. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was super good. You guys. And we just, we've been kind of marinating on that, if you will, all week and just kind of some of the things that we've learned from Sydney's, you know, podcast in general. So we hope that you guys also felt the same way and that you had some really good mm-hmm. takeaways as well.
1: And now, to the meat of it, now yes. we get to talk about singleness. Here we go. Woo-hoo. Nice. We love being single. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Um, just me, though. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Some people like it a little too much. Yeah, right? <laughs> <Woo.
0: sighs> so yeah, that's exciting. Okay, shall we go into it? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so, as we were kind of thinking about this as well, you guys, we thought about what are our previous experiences of singleness? So, like, what is Jenny and I's experience personally being single? And we want to talk about that and actually be really raw and open with you guys and real about Mm -hmm. what we actually believe. We're not going to come on here and just say, we love it, it's so amazing, we've always loved it. Like, we're going to be honest about, okay, there were certain seasons where we actually really didn't like it. Where I hated it. Right, and then you, like, despised it even. And so Mm -hmm. I think we just want to be really real with that. So, Jenny, kind of what is your experience with singleness?
1: So... (laughs) I have 21 years of experience Woo. with singleness <laughs> going nice. strong, um, but I was actually thinking about this today. I was like, for me, it was hard because I have been single my whole life, which isn't an issue. Like, mm-hmm. I really don't care, but it was more of having three sisters. All of them dated in high school, and I didn't date anybody in high school, never got asked out in high school or anything, and then two out of three of my sisters are married right now, and I'm still just like... Romeo, where are <laughs> like not really, but sometimes it's hard, and of course, I've yeah. literally. This is kind of an hilarious story because anyone when people are like, "Oh, have you had your first kiss?" and I'm like, "Yes, but it was on stage in a play in front of my mom and dad, yeah. so with two different guys." Oh snap! <laughs> She's a player. So. <laughs> No, it's <laughs> No, it was rough. But hmm. yeah, so I have a lot of experience in it. Mm-hmm. What about you, Ellie? <laughs> yeah, um I'm a little like perfect innocent little uh, princess uh, and I've never done No, 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 yeah. no <laughs> seriously.
0: So, I actually same kind of along the lines with Jenny was I actually was never asked out, never, you know, dated in my life until college. So, I was very very in high school very guarded. And I was just that type of girl that would kind of, now I look at it and it's terrible, you guys. Because I was like, oh, I, it was, I never dated. I was just waiting, you know, for the person that was, like, worth my time. But I look back on it and I'm like, man, I was a little tease in high school. Like, I was a little flirt. I so was. And I I remember I would talk to, like, so many different guys. And I thought, you know, we were friends. But I remember flirting with these all these different guys. And then they would, like, actually allude to, like, asking me out or hanging out. And I'd be like, sorry, I just think of you as a friend. <laughs> Next. And I remember I would do oh that. My but I didn't think anything of it because again I wasn't dating them right and they didn't say like I really like you like it was mm-hmm. oftentimes like we should hang out like I think you're pretty like and I was like next and so I just didn't know I think thank you oh next. my gosh Ariana Grande Ariana, oh boy Ariana Grande stole that from you she did it was mine originally no I'm just kidding um but I think for me you guys I remember looking back on that and being like man like I didn't really set myself up well and I thought that I did because I still hadn't dated right until college so My first boyfriend, I was in college. Um, I will tell you this, ladies don't get so excited when you see a Bible in a man's hand. Okay. <laughs> I'm just oh trying to say that. Goodness, I'm serious. Yeah. I'm serious because when I went True. to college, I thought the first man, this is so sad. The first man with a Bible in his hand that like looks at me and asks me out my is my husband. And it was seriously so bad because I had no clue, <sighs> but you, you probably are thinking like, why didn't she know that? But I wasn't in groups prior to this. Like I had never been in a church group all my life other than maybe when I was really young. So I didn't have community around me. I didn't have a youth group. So I didn't know these things. So when I got to college and I was lo- starting to fall madly in love with Jesus, I just was like, okay, the first guy who seems to be <laughs> like that, let's go. Like I'm ready. I don't want to date ever again. This would be one and done. <laughs> and I seriously thought that. And so when my first relationship came around. I mean, it was a disaster to say it like a, a nice way. But he, had, but he had a Bible in his hand. I know, right? I'm and so that's not everything though, you guys, like it really isn't. And so I think mm-hmm. for some of you ladies too, that are listening to this and it's like, you know, well, I, you know, I thought the same thing. I thought he was really great at first just because he read his Bible. It's like, oh, you got to be careful with that because just because he reads his Bible doesn't mean he's actually following it. doesn't yeah. mean he's actually being changed by he's, it. He's you know got to I mean? be a doer, not a hearer yeah. of the word. He yeah, that's It says so that good. in the word. Yeah, dang. <laughs> and, you know, I think the same thing with me, right? I have to be the same way, yeah. right? So just because I was, you know, looking for this godly man, I wasn't really a godly girl yet. I mean, I had just started to become one, but I wasn't mm-hmm. really, you know, following it quite yet. So anyway, that was kind of uh, a long story and a lot of heartbreak, to be honest, because I didn't have accountability. I didn't know what it was. I wasn't listening to my friends that wanted to give me accountability. Uh, I was very much kind of like falling madly in love with Jesus. But Jesus was like, you can't have both. Like you can't pick your boyfriend and me. You got to pick one. And I truly believe that because my boyfriend at the time wasn't actually leading me to Jesus at all. Um, and so I think that God just taught me a lot through that. And then I was single for about four, four or and a half years, and then I recently just dated someone as well. And uh, he was a wonderful guy, and um, it was just one of those one of those things where you just weren't really going the same way. And I think that that was the hardest part about it, because we were very, very close friends, but it just didn't end up being what I thought it was going to be. And I think the same thing for him, probably, in a lot of ways. But, you know, and so... That was the first respectful, I think, breakup that I've had. Like, it was the first breakup that actually I feel like represented Christ well, where there was communication and, you know, pretty much like just praying for one another and um, loving each other well, even despite the some of the brokenness we both felt. So even from that, I just feel like I was actually really blessed to, to see a godly man that actually Uh, cared for me quite well and and really was my friend. I think that's what was so great about him was he was such a good friend to me and that's what I really loved. So, that's kind of all I have Mm -hmm. under my belt, I mean, too, (laughs) but it sounds like a lot. (laughs) Well, I was gonna
1: say jumping off of your thing about the Bible, like, Mm -hmm. that can kind of go into fantasizing a lot about guys, which, when people think fantasizing, they only think sexual Mm -hmm. a lot of the time, but for us like, we both struggle with the fantasization I guess of marriage and dating and like a godly sorry it is so hot outside, and my throat is, like, killing me. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> it's not killing I smart. I'm going to pat
0: her. It's She's not good. COVID. I'm going to take a your sip of, take of water. It over. Take it over, Allie. <laughs> yes, you guys. So we're going to be talking about kind of the fantasy, right? And, the, and what we have as women, because I feel like this is so often what's really going on in our minds, you guys. Is And we don't think anything of it. We watch these beautiful romance comedies and all these romance <laughs> movies, and we're like, oh, my Walmart. gosh, how beautiful. Right? And, like, cheese load. Like, it's an overload of cheese. <laughs> And a lot of it's lactose intolerant. Right, we can't even handle lactose, so get it out of here. Uh, Get the cheese (laughs) out of here. No more cheese, I'm done. No, I'm just kidding. Cheese is good, but also you gotta have that follow through, okay? That's all I'm saying. You gotta have the follow through and then you can have the cheese. So anyway. I'm lost. Yeah, I know that was confusing. I'm just saying that you have to have, I think somebody who actually is pressing in, right? And loving Christ Mm -hmm. and is, is showing that follow through. And then that cheesy comment, like romance can come in that, but I think a lot of it, I think should start depending on you know where is he at where are you at so yeah. having said that we're kind of going to go from there and talk about our personal like fantasy in some way of yeah. like growing up like we thought this was completely normal you guys until uh, maybe recently right until we realized that wow like this actually isn't God's plan for my life mm-hmm. to fantasize all of these things and so Having said that, Jenny, would you like to talk to me about your fantasies and <laughs> what <laughs> you feel oh about, you know, some fantasizing relationships about men?
1: Sure. Mom, close <laughs> your ears, please. <laughs> yeah, it's right. Not, no, it's more of, for me, it wasn't like sexual. It was mm-hmm. more of looking at my sisters dating in high school and like, like you were saying, the cheese, the rom-coms, the high school sweethearts, Troy and Gabriella. you know, like <laughs> I... When we were young, we got like the impression of oh, high school sweethearts, and then mm. you get engaged, then mm. you get married. Ah, oh. so I was like, oh, I you best know I'm gonna be married by 18, and I just got married pretty young. Like I think my dad was 19, and my dad or my wow. <laughs> my dad, my mom was 21, and so I was like, I want to be married by like 18, 19. Which, now that I think about it, I didn't even, like, know how to go to the dentist by myself at that (laughs) age, let alone have a husband. Right. So, that was my main fantasy of, like, if I'm not married by this age, like, I've failed, Mm -hmm. I guess. And then I would fantasize, like, guys, I'm talking to in high school, and, like, Mm -hmm. oh, this one in, in high school I wasn't really following, so it was just any guy, I was, like... That could be my husband. Like, he's tall, brown hair, brown eyes. That'll do. That'll do. No godly representation is. is wow. Yeah, it was yeah. bad. It was really bad. What about you? Yeah,
0: I mean, I tell can, me your family. Oh boy, here we go, you guys. Buckle so, in. Uh, buckle in. It's gonna get bumpy. So I would also say similar, similarly to you, Jenny. I think you know, for me. It was kind of more of, you know, along the lines of the same thing where I, I wanted this, you know, actually this really rich and crazy love story mm-hmm. where I was like, man, like I really want a guy that has seen me in my love for the Lord and like points it out. And it has been praying for me intentionally for months, possibly writing me letters like <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like literally
1: how fantasize is that? That kind of reminds me of people who like want. A celebrity at a concert to, yeah. like, see them, like, off pretending like they don't <laughs> care and, like, point them out and be like, that one. Right. She, that's her. That's right. my wife. Like, yes. People, yeah. That was me. Oh, my gosh. That, that is you're crazy. so me. Dude. I know. <laughs> I'm psyched out. No, I'm just kidding. So,
0: you know, I think for me you guys and that was honestly when I talk about it, I laugh but it's actually pretty rough you know to mm-hmm. actually fantasize like that so much where it starts to become a disappointment because then nothing was like that nothing is ever measured up to that right I was, I've never been pursued in that way by a man of saying like wow I've been noticing you and I've been praying about you and like pl- can I please take you out like you know I, or can I please get to know you like I've just never had that experience and I believe one day I'll have something probably similar to that but I don't think it's going to be this grand thing that I've been thinking in my head and <laughs> trying to build up right so Mm -hmm. I guess in a large way like I just thought that it was gonna be so like romantic and like he tells his parents about it and he's like been praying for like years over me I'm like who do I think I am like literally like that's not gonna happen a daughter of the king I know amen sister that's right but I think you know in a large way that that fantasization and if I will just really kind of wrecked some of you know what was actually realistic about love and actually Mm -hmm. what God is writing because God really is writing each of our love stories right now as we speak but it's gonna look different than what Mm -hmm. we think it's gonna look
1: yeah you know and that's what gets hard is like uh being able to see other people's stories that you're like dang like that would be so cool Mm. to have him meet me at a coffee shop like i'm reading my bible he's reading his (laughs) like he comes over what are you reading oh psalm oh my gosh i'm reading psalm (laughs) want to read together (laughs) Like that can turn in my brain into jealousy Mm -hmm. very easily Mm -hmm. um And even, like I said already twice before, I struggle with the jealousy of my sisters of, like, but they got married at, like, 24. Like, I want to be married by then, and I haven't even been asked out. Like, (laughs) I just get easily jealous around that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I know you struggle a little bit because you're only like a year or two older than me mm-hmm. but you have a lot of married friends yes
0: oh my gosh <laughs> Sydney. yeah yes, yep. go back and listen to that podcast right <laughs> yeah no I uh, I do you guys and actually specifically my best friends most of my bestest friends right now are married or getting married and I think you know that has been challenging in a large way because at first I think I was like oh my gosh this is so exciting like mm-hmm. this is awesome for them I'm so pumped but then it happened again just recently and I was like oh <laughs> like now it's like the fourth or fifth one and now I'm starting to get to a point where I'm like the enemy will creep in and be like Ali like why aren't you married or like you know you see them getting married and you see their love story and you see like how Mm -hmm. beautiful and healthy it's been but you'll never have that like the enemy just puts crap in my head the the enemy will go
1: like oh well there must be something wrong with you that's what I get a lot is the devil whispering in my ear, like, oh, you might just not be pretty enough, or maybe you're, because I'm kind of very bold and Mm. domineering sometimes, like, maybe you're a little too bold, maybe Mm. you're a little annoying, like, just because I'm not married by 21. like, which means nothing. (laughs) Yeah, which literally means nothing, and (sighs) it's awesome, because we're gonna get into some, like, examples in the Bible, too, of how singleness literally means nothing. Like, not means nothing, but it doesn't mean what society puts on it. of Like, Oh, you're single. Something must be wrong with you. God's like says the complete opposite thing.
0: Oh, that's so good. And you know, I was just thinking about that too, you guys, and just how wrong it is. Like there's some of you listening that are like, man, I feel so unloved. I feel like I'll never have that. I look around me and everybody's having these relationships and I've had crappy ones. Like this is for you. Okay. And this is for us as well. But just, just knowing that, you know, singleness is a gift and so is marriage. But honestly, just want to say this to you, like where you're at in your life right Now, that is so intentional. Like, that is literally God's hand and favor in your life, all throughout your life. And so, if you're single, dating, engaged, whatever, married, that's your season right now. And that's specifically for you. Like, that's the race that He's carved for you to run out. And so, if you're not quite there, or maybe you'll never be married, even that, like, there's so many abundant blessings that He's wanting to shower on you and just Mm kind of give you, like, honestly, blessings overflowing you guys. And so, I just hope that encourages someone tonight because I know that somebody is like going to listen. Listen to this and be like, man, I feel so unloved. I don't know if we'll ever have that. I'm just like yearning for that connection. Like, first of all, God is that connection. Yeah. But also (laughs) welcome to the club. Like, God is the only thing we'll permanently sustain, Mm -hmm. right? And so I think sometimes this fantasization can get really dangerous you guys because then we start thinking that a man is going to fulfill what only God can fulfill like <laughs> a man can't do that and mm-hmm. other than his name being Jesus right Amen. like that's the only man that can fulfill is Jesus Christ himself and so I think this is what God laid so heavy in my heart you guys as, as I was single you know and it happened for a long time and then on and off I just really realized like Lord you're it like and if something were to happen my boyfriend or my the person I'm married to like you're still it, like you're still faithful and constant. And that person, it will never be like your future husband, the person that you're dating friends, or the person that you like, like he cannot compare to Jesus literally at all. And so I just pray that to like, that you know that God will never give up on you, that he will never forsake you, that he's always perfect. And Mm -hmm. so having said that, like a man in your life, that's good and godly and awesome. Like he's going to be great. And I, and I pray that he's wonderful and that you grow together and that your faith is literally on fire because you're both on fire together. Mm -hmm. But seriously, still that love that you get from him really can't compare to love that's found in Jesus. And so I just, I pray that you know that, that I, that I think the world and society and family put so much pressure on you. And for us to look a certain way or be married by a certain Age or to have all these life goals, like it's crap. Like it really is, because that's not your race right now. Like that's not the what he has in store for you right now. And so why would we be longing so bad for something? It's actually making us depressed when God's like, hey, that's actually not for you. Like that's mm-hmm. for them right now. That's their blessing. Yeah.
1: This is your blessing. Like your blessing and, is singleness right now, today. And it's like you were saying like being depressed because we're grasping for something that we can't get a hold of, yet God has all these things right within our grasp that he's like these are just as awesome if not better Mm -hmm. than you being in a relationship Mm -hmm. and we're like um I really want boyfriend (laughs) right I can just see myself doing that a lot of times where he's like hey I got cool job opportunities cool Mm -hmm. ministry opportunities Mm -hmm. like cool trips over here on your left side and I'm like but the slight chance of a boyfriend is all the way over there in the <laughs> distance on the right side, so I'm gonna run after that. And right. he's like, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> see where that gets you. Right? And he just, like, allows us. Like, yeah. He's like, okay, like, have fun with that. And then you're like, I'm heartbroken. And he's like, come here.
0: Come give <laughs> right. me a hug. Come give us, yeah, come give me a hug. <laughs> come eat some sugar. But, you know, I think in a lot of ways, like I said, you guys, it's just, it's really hard because I think society puts all of that on us, you know? And sometimes we put that on us. Like, we do. We're like, oh, we see when my friend and and I want that so bad and I'm not in that season but I just pray this really encourages you and that you can actually feel freedom in the season Mm -hmm. that you're in whatever season you're in you guys because that's the most important thing is thanking God so much constantly always for the season that you're in for what you get to do you guys because once you're married to not to say that it's not great i've heard amazing things about it but your freedom in that way like it goes away like you're mm-hmm. literally so free right now utilize it like don't spend time yearning for what you don't yet have
1: mm-hmm. you know yeah and it's like uh when you think of because when we were even thinking through this we were like we should write down like some godly women in the bible mm-hmm. and like they're seeing this like ruth esther like Let's do all that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff. But then we were like, but everybody does that. Yeah. Everybody talks about the women in the Bible and how they use their singleness Mm -hmm. and stuff. And we thought like... More, Because, of course, Song of Solomon, if you've ever read the Bible, Song of Solomon comes to your mind. I guarantee it. When you think singleness, marriage, sex, dating, any of that stuff, Song of Solomon is there. So we wanted to discuss a little bit about that. And then also to flip it up, instead of talking about the women of the Bible, yeah. actually talking about good, godly examples of men mm-hmm. in the Bible and where us as women. And if you're a guy, like, research it yourself too, Mm -hmm. in the Bible of good godly examples of women. Yeah. And just, yeah, what God is calling us, where God is calling us to set our standards, I guess.
0: That's good. Yeah. And I think just, you know, something to look forward to, it's like, okay, I can look forward to this Lord, right? Mm -hmm. Whether you're a man or a woman, I can look forward to someone similar to this. That's awesome. Like you should get excited about that because God has that for you. Like if you wait and trust him in that and stay patient in that, even though it's hard, like (laughs) that, patience will it will be paid off like you will be rewarded for that because that Mm -hmm. really is what he wants for you you guys like he wants something like that and so we just encourage you whether man or woman research some godly men and women in the bible and take a look at it and just really ask lord you know this is my heart Mm -hmm. like please provide someone similar to this and he so will
1: yeah And I just want to touch a little bit on Song of Solomon. Like I was saying earlier, uh, we watched a really good sermon by The Porch, right? Shout out to The Porch. Mm -hmm. Hey, I got the shout out. This episode, (laughs) Um, it was a really good sermon going through Song of Solomon and explaining it um, because it's kind of daunting reading that book of going, okay, like this book is very erotic, very sexual. and. It is based on, like, a man and a woman in a relationship and everything and how he's pursuing her and all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. But it's also um, just a good example because in singleness sermons and singleness podcasts like this, your brain goes, Song of Solomon, ah, sexual, don't Mm -hmm. awaken love until it's time. Mm -hmm. But also remembering just Song of Solomon and the Bible as a whole points to the gospel. Everything in the Bible points to the gospel. Mm -hmm. And even Song of Solomon points to... Christ and His Church, um, Christ being the bridegroom and then the Church being the bride, and that's how good. Christ is chasing after and pursuing His bride. Wow. So I just wanted to throw that in there a little bit. Um, we could even maybe later on go through a Song of Solomon yeah, cool. podcast and stuff, but just because I know that comes to people's minds of, yeah. oh yeah, that's sexual, like right, yeah. But also, it's a good example of how Jesus pursues us yeah. and everything. So. Yeah. Just wanted to throw that in there. Yeah,
0: that's good. And I think it's also a great <laughs> example, like you were saying, of just, like, how wonderful a man can be mm-hmm. to a woman. Like, and just how wonderful a woman can be to a man. Like, how it's mutual and how there was a friendship, you know, at the beginning and a dating yeah. relationship. Like, there was actually a friendship in that amidst you know all there's a bunch of crazy sexual tension you know in <laughs> marriage and everything but right but there is the friendship that was accumulating right and they, they were getting to know one another and getting to see each other mm-hmm. and, and getting really to, to get down to the nitty-gritty before they got engaged and married yeah. and things like that so that's a beautiful beautiful book that we highly encourage you to read and I mean it's not always just this crazy sexual fantasy yeah. you know fantasy that like, they just threw in the bible right just because they wanted to or mm-hmm. because god thought it would be fun for you yeah. like yes like, it is fun but like also like there are so many like they Biblical references and like actually points in there that
1: point to God and how he loves us. Mm-hmm. So. It points back to Jesus yeah. in the gospel. That's so which good. Which Jesus is the only man who mm-hmm. will ever, like you were saying, ever satisfy. So yeah. that's
0: good, Jenny. All right, so next we're going to kind of talk a little bit about some godly men. And um, I'll talk a little bit about Paul. And we'll kind of go from there. So for so long now, you guys, I've been thinking about Paul and I was like, man, Lord, I'd love to marry someone like Paul. Like, I literally would tell the Lord that in, like, in every time that I would prayer, pray, ask God, like, God, I really love his passion and I love mm-hmm. his persistence for you. And I think, you know, Paul is such, a, is such a man that represents suffering, purpose, and singleness. Like, he represents so much suffering, right? And how he was beaten a few times and shipwrecked a lot of times and, you know, that he was stoned, like, all these things, you guys. And he was yet so on fire because he knew that that actually pointed towards Christ and that that suffering that he was saying, you know, even if I suffered like Christ, I'm honored, you know? And Mm -hmm. so just his, his walk, you guys was so rough in a lot of ways, like, like the disciples and like the apostles. Right. But I think for him, I really love the fact that he suffered like crazy, but yet he has so much purpose and even purpose in his singleness. And he talks about that a little bit too, but I thought it'd be good to share um, a little bit kind of what he says about singleness. Um, And he says, for the widows and single women, it is good for them to stay unmarried, as I do. But if they cannot control themselves, they should marry. For it is better to marry than to burn with passion. And this was talked about uh, in first, first Corinthians chapter 7, verses 8 through 9. And, you know, we've all heard of that so many times. Like, yeah, yeah, whatever, Paul. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. But okay, good for you, buddy. But it's like, you know, in a large way, you guys, he was literally saying, like, I want to stay single because of what God is doing with me. Like, and maybe not even always, right? Maybe we don't know throughout the whole Bible if he was actually really struggling because it talks about a thorn in his side and how, Mm -hmm. you know, he didn't tell us what it was. We don't know if it was that. We don't know if it was some type of addiction or something, right? But we do know that he was just saying, like, for it is better to stay unmarried. Like, it's better to be single because of these, you know, this freedom that you have. But if you're going to burn with passion, marry. Like, then you should be married because Mm -hmm. that's a gift as well. But I just love that he said that because you can tell this is a man that's really after God's kingdom. Like, this is a man that's like if I die, I die like loving God. And that's all that matters. Like literally all that mattered to him was proclaiming the good news and for mm-hmm. sharing the love of Christ and becoming more like Jesus. And that was it. Like that was his goal. Right. And from becoming Saul, you know, to, to someone who persecuted Christians and hated them, you guys, and despised them to Paul, this person who's like writing most of the new Testament and is just, you know, causing revival, you know, and just praying like crazy and fighting, being a warrior for Christ. Like he is such an inspiration. So Like I said, that man, man, he's a hunk. Like, I just feel like, dang, he's just really, you know, it's just amazing because I want to marry someone like that, you know, and something that I really like to, um, this was in second Corinthians chapter 12, verse seven through 10, kind of talks a little bit about suffering. And I just kind of want to explain this a little bit. So it says this, that is why for Christ's sake, I delight in weakness and insults and hardships and persecutions and difficulties for when I am weak, then I am strong. And he was just talking about all the suffering that he had endured, right? And he was just saying all. All of it. All of it. I delight in it. Because when I am weak, then I am strong in Christ.
1: And I'm like, wow, and, what a yeah. man. And you don't like, want, like, a wussy man who's going to be like, <laughs> oh, my child. No, I'm just kidding. Right? I mean, <laughs> but who's going to, like, you want a man who can suffer well. Yeah. Same with you want a woman who can suffer yeah. well. Because as Christians, we're going to suffer. We're mm-hmm. going to be persecuted. That you want someone who's going to be stronger on the, out, like, outside of that, mm-hmm. when they get out of that, then like, oh, well, that just totally defeated my entire life and like, yeah. just give up on God. You want someone whose strength or whose faith will be strengthened through suffering yeah because especially as a couple like if you suffer together like you want to be stronger Mm -hmm. on the back end of things than
0: weaker (laughs) dang that's so good Jenny and you know I was thinking about this too I'm talking about all this you know I'm just raving about Paul because I'm like man he's so amazing but then I'm thinking I want to be a godly woman right too and Mm -hmm. I always kind of I feel like the Lord always you know puts that on my mind you guys is okay you're wanting this incredible godly man you better be incredible godly woman Mm -hmm. you know someone who's actually pursuing Christ and who gets right back up and this is what love about Paul you guys is that he literally gets so wrecked literally shipwrecked and he gets back up and goes like he doesn't sit Mm -hmm. in it and just you know have that big pity party of like man I suck and my life sucks and I've had all this turmoil like he's like no I'm suffering for Christ let's go like there's a mission at hand I'm going Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna stop nothing's gonna like hinder this mission I'm going full forward ahead for Christ and I'm like man that's what We need, Like, ladies, that's what type of man we need if we are being a godly woman, Mm -hmm. right? If we're doing the same thing also, not, you know, if you're, you know, really like, oh, you know, I sometimes like God, I don't really know if I really want to commit. Then this this person, like this man, like you wouldn't, uh, I don't feel like this would be a good match for you yet, right? Because you can't just be unequally yoked Mm -hmm. in that. Like, you want someone who's going to match your fire. And so you can't say, I want this man if you're not actually being a good godly woman as well.
1: Well, and I feel like everyone, too, points to Proverbs thirty one. <laughs> yeah. Like I wanna and I'm just that of course is a good example of a godly woman, but in my mind I really wanna be a mixture between Mary and Martha. Yeah. To where it's like Mary Mary was the one that was like in awe of Christ, right? or was it I don't okay I'm think, pretty I'm 92% now I'm sure Mary was the one that when Christ came over like sat at his feet yes, and, yep, was, it was Mary. Yeah, and it was Mary it was Mary, just yeah. in awe of him and then Martha was the one that was like oh I gotta make a bunch yep. of things and do a bunch of things for him both are mm-hmm. great examples of women who are willing to serve Christ yeah. no matter what it takes and I feel like a good medium between that would be a Mary Martha like yeah. being like those two together as one person is what I want to be <laughs>
0: Yes. So that's so good. That's going to take
1: a lot of effort. though. Yeah. And that's not fun. Right. Like, Let's be honest, like becoming, you
0: know, a good godly woman. I mean, that's lifelong. Right. That's sanctification. You're not just like, you know, this person's like, oh, I'm good today. But like, you know, we'll see. It's like, no, it's it's consistent. Right. It's saying, you know what, no matter what type of crap I go through or, you know, what type of feeling I have today, like God's better and I'm going to pursue him with my whole heart, even if. All this goes away. Even mm-hmm. if my life completely gets wrecked, I'm still looking at him and focusing on him. So, yeah, I think that's so good, Jenny. And I think Mary and Martha are a great like duo. And that's the type of woman we want to be, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the type of men we want to see. is men that are like that as well, and men that are like Paul. And uh, there's so many wonderful men in the, in the word too that just, just just display God's love and his uh, his persistence and, and and you know just his intentionality and. I encourage you to, to look back uh-huh. through those stories and just kind of, just kind of sing those examples. Cause I think in our culture, we see the opposite. Like we see <laughs> yeah. men who are not like that, men who don't want to fight for you, men who are going to cheat on you and break your heart and hurt you. Like just this constant darkness, right? Same of, with
1: women. Right. And same with women yeah. too.
0: Right. But I think that's what we see from culture. But when we look at his word, we see that's not his design. Like his yeah. design is for a man to cherish you and to love you, you know, and to leave his, you know, his, his mother and father and to be with you. Like s- someone mm-hmm. who's going to fight for you like God would fight for you. And so, and same thing with women. Like we need to be that as well.
1: But until then. <laughs> right? Yeah. i go on forever. Because <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we are single right yep. now. Single A's. Hey, hey, what's up? No. Oh my gosh, Jenny. <laughs> Slide in those DMs only if you're holding a Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Not even that. Like, you better be pursuing, <laughs> right? Like, but yeah. But in all realness, like... Use your singleness intentionally is what we really wanted to leave you with today is like, be real about it. Utilize this season as much as you can. And it doesn't mean like you got to just work, 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 serve, 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 help, help, help. It's like a way that we utilized our singleness was going to New York yeah. and being able to go, okay, I don't have to ask my husband permission to go to New York for two days. Like mm-hmm. I can just get up and go and it, because the Lord's calling me to, um, But yeah, just what are some examples of how you are utilizing your singleness?
0: Yeah, I think that's really good. I I would definitely say for me, you know, I... The last you know four or five years, I learned that so much, you guys. And, and the church I was at in college, I always reference it because it was so life changing to me. But like we just talked about you know there's a mission out there, like the Great Commission is your mission, right? I mean it's it's our entire mission. It's you know going into all nations, you know proclaiming the Lord, basically you know baptizing in them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And so it's just saying like that is the mission on our lives, you guys. And I just I just had this moment, you guys, this light bulb moment where I was like, man, I'm gonna stop waiting for. For this person who I think is going to complete me right that's how I felt in high school you guys and it just, it just was so untrue and it was honestly just like it was it made me nauseous because I started waiting for this person when I really started to figure out is actually Jesus I was waiting for like I was really waiting for Jesus not this man that doesn't even exist right and so I just think in that time I, it was a light bulb of being like man I'm going for the kingdom and I don't care if there's a guy beside me or not I'm going for the <laughs> Lord like if he wants to come along and he wants to be awesome, cool. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Let's do it together. But until then, I'm not looking for it. Like, I don't want it. I'm not pursuing it, right? I'm not trying to intentionally seek it out all the time. Like, he smiled at me. Nice, you know, <laughs> like that's the one. Like, mm-hmm. that's how I felt in high school, right? And it was, mm-hmm. I look at that, I'm like, man, what a sad girl in some ways. Seriously, you guys, because. And that was where my hope was lying. That's where my identity was. You guys was in men and what they thought of me. And now as I'm getting older, I'm like, man, I want Jesus. That like, that's all I care about. And I want to show other people around me his love. And if that's with a guy, that's awesome. But if it's mm-hmm. not like right now, it's not at all. And it's like, that's good. Like, that's a good gift. And it talks in the word, you guys, about singleness is freedom. And so is marriage. They're mm-hmm. just both two different gifts. Mm-hmm. Like they're both have their purpose and they both are needed, you guys. But it's just saying they're they're two different things. Right. And so i think I think right now, especially too, you know, in the singleness, it's like Jenny and I. We want to be free. We want to be women who are free and we actually fly
1: free, fly
0: like a bird, right? Like yes. I just, we want to soar. To be honest, for the Lord, and we don't want to uh-huh. look at, you know, the, what the world says that we what we should have or what other people say that we should have. It's like no, we want to be people who are content in our singleness obviously, is that always?
1: No. Like we're
0: human. Um,
1: yes. Not <laughs> You're playing. Not in my 21 years, right? have I ever been discontent, Allie. Good for you, Jenny. <laughs> you know, but I just, I just, you know, cannot
0: hone that in enough of just saying that, you know, of course we're human. Of course we want relationship. All humans do, you guys. But just saying that, you know, to run your race, right, to run the race that you have with endurance, you know, and
1: not looking side. Yeah. Oh, is someone running? Looking behind. Say hello, catch right. up, please. Right. Like, I want to marry you. It's or like- putting
0: yourself out there as like, oh, I'm just gonna like show a little bit of skin, or like, you know, like in a lot of ways, like that can just, you know, that can be our thing. is like, man, I just want the attention. Once I get the attention, you know, <laughs> that will satisfy, right? Yeah. And then no, it doesn't. Nope, like it doesn't. Then you need it again, right? Yeah. And they will always keep needing it unless it's Jesus, you know. And so I think I think it's just something that that really stood out to me too is in Hebrews chapter twelve verses one through two, and it just was talking about letting us run the rain, run with endurance the race that is set before us and that was also by Paul you guys and just saying that there's a race like we talked about that God has specifically designed you to run not your neighbors not your best friends right not, not your coworkers husbands you right not even your husbands like literally it's for you and in that race there may be singleness and there may not be but that is something that will happen and you'll find that down the road like it doesn't need to be worried about all the time right to enjoy it to be content in the now so like I said I really hope that encouraged you guys and I know that was a lot of just our, our story and just a lot in general. Yeah. But we, you know, we're just really passionate, you know, about just kind of telling you what's on our heart. And we felt like the Lord was really putting this on our heart to talk to you guys about and just saying that there's, and there's some people listening that are just really struggling right now in their season. And we've been there. We both have been there for a long time. Mm-hmm. And and to be free from it, you guys, there's nothing like it. To be so content in your season and to be like, Lord, yes, of course I want these things, but I just trust you. Like Your plan is way better than mine. And we pray that for each person listening that you really know like his plan for you, it's better than what you could ever expect. Um, and so we're also going to kind of share the weekly prayer for this week. We have the the weekly prayer of uh, it being that you would pray specifically about how God would use you in your singleness and that you would actually, you know, it's a kind of a scary prayer if you think about it. Like, God, what do you want to do? Like, do big things in my singleness And he's season. like,
1: oh, buddy, because <laughs> you, there's so much room for so much yeah. for him to do. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's like, oh, you just wait. Come on. And you're like, you know? I'm take it back.
1: Right? I don't
0: want it anymore. But, you know, seriously, you guys, like once you start praying those prayers and start to say, Lord, like make my heart content, like help me be satisfied with your word and who you are. And give he me will, something
1: to do. Yeah, in my singleness to glorify
0: you yes it gives you purpose you guys and you want purpose like you don't want to just sit there and be like well what should i like i'll just i'll just sit here kind of looking for mr right like eventually (laughs) i'm patient i can wait but i'm still gonna be looking for him like it's like no stop looking like start going You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Stop looking and start going because God has huge, huge things he wants to do with you. And, and just women, he wants you to speak into their lives, you know, younger women than you that he wants you to just minister to in love. And so there's so many different things right now that God is wanting to do in your life. If you let him, if you so choose, but I think sometimes we're so caught up in what we want. We don't even ask him, but we just sit in the suffering and it's like, the Lord wants freedom. Like he wants you to feel the freedom in the now. So that's our weekly prayer.
1: Bam. That was a long prayer, Allie. (laughs) I know, right? But But yeah, that was kind of all over the place. But honestly, I loved it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Me too. Because that's kind of singleness for you. Right. It's just um, ups and downs and sideways Mm -hmm. and backwards and forwards. And Mm -hmm. you think you're getting somewhere and then you're not. And then like you date someone for a year and then... Nothing happens with that. And you're like, what? Right. But it's like, trust the process (laughs) and trust the timeline of like, okay, I might be 24, 28, 32, 40, and I'm still single. Yeah. Paul literally never gosh, got married, right? <laughs> yeah. It's good and that you might be like Paul, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And I mean, and to say that, you know, I think that's a lot, like that's scary for some women like, "Oh my gosh, I don't want to be a Paul." I know we all want to be married, most of us, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like even if that's not your, you know, your race that you're you're going to run, like it's even better. And then he has something even better in store. And so just really that just comes time of spending time with Jesus. Like you that can't come from you fulfilling yourself. Like you have to spend time with the Lord to make you content, right? He'll make you content. He'll he'll help you through that. So so, again, we love you guys, and we're just love super you. grateful. So, God bless everybody, and go be, go the, be the light. light. <laughs> Have a great week, everyone. We love you.